Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Marvel Rewind. This uh, this rewind is, of course, for the Loki series. I'm your host, Brian, and we are here to talk about Loki. And as always, I am joined by my Apocaflix friends, Geo, Keith, Jacob. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. A little under the weather, but I'm okay. I don't know. If it were I one year ago, I would be more worried. Excellent. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Can't be getting sick in the summertime, man. That's that's. Well, mind you, uh, my I live uh, with within the same household as my two-year-old niece, and she goes to school. Yeah. So whatever she brings home, the household catches. So. Yep. (laughs) Oh yeah, it happens here all the time. (laughs) Oh, Keith knows. If anybody knows, Keith knows. <laughs> yeah. I, Jacob, I bet you can't wait for the day that you have kids and all those germs come on into your house. And- well, I actually have the same exact thing. Two-year-old niece is living with me right now, too. So oh, <laughs> very interesting. But I'm, I've been fine health-wise. Yeah, good yeah. for you. Um, but yeah, as always, we are here to talk about Loki. Um, this Marvel Rewind is for episode two of the series um yeah uh let's just dive straight into it i would like to know from each first did you like it better about the same or not as much as the first episode geo i will start with you um right now i'm leaning more towards the same but it could go even better as I, I just saw it maybe a half hour ago. Okay. Uh, that's usually how I do these things. So that way it's fresh. Um, for me, a, a big part of it was the dialogue, especially between uh, Mor- Mor- Morbius. Mobius. 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 Just take the it's R Morbius out. without the R. <laughs> Which Mobius. is too Mo- close of name. Why, Mobius. Why did they do that? Yeah. characters in the same okay. universe but i get there's a lot of those actually if you think about it but yeah Proceed, but you know. it's just they're back and forth and like are you playing me are you for real you know are you, are you telling the truth are you up to something it's just like uh, for me the first half of the episode like that was very much the highlight and then of course you know we get a lot of uh casework you know crime solving mystery solving throughout this episode and then of course the the ending with uh well let's just say the third act um i'm sure we'll talk about it but yeah for me the the dialogue was really a highlight for this episode yeah yeah okay jacob better same Um, worse it's tough because i think i'm starting to realize i might be in the minority in absolutely loving the first episode like i love it so to say I like this one as much, I don't think I do. But it ha- it didn't okay. like it wasn't a bad episode at all. Like if you know, it, it's pretty much on par. But I just think the first one hit me really hard. But I I like this one a lot because it's not just essentially the first one. First episodes in one setting for the entire time. Basically, I like that we're in different settings in this episode. So so that's a one of the benefits of it. But I think I like the first one a little bit more. Okay, 
Okay. Keith? I don't really uh, – I think it's about the same. But, I'm, Jacob, I'm with you. I, I love the first episode as well. Yeah, you did love it, yeah. Yeah. So, for me, it's the same. Because um, I don't really look at it like – like, I look at these shows as just – it's just the story's unfolding just in a little piece by piece. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I don't necessarily look at it as, all right, this episode is – I just look at it as the next part of the story. It's kind of like, what do you think of the first 20 minutes of that movie? Like Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's hard yeah, to tell, so, but I liked it. <laughs> right, right. Right. That's where I am. So, I know it's just part of the larger story, which and I'm into it. So, um, for me, it's the same. I love it. Yeah, for so for me, uh, I was not a huge fan of the first episode. Like I, I felt like I came out of that very confused. Like they stuffed a lot into it. Uh, but this episode, loved it, loved it because I felt like I understood what was going on. Finally, um, a little bit better, not completely. But I kind of feel like I like grasped the rail of like understanding kind of where we're going. Whereas last week I just fell off into oblivion. Like I I walked out of that episode and I watched it twice too. And I was like, what? What is going on? I'm so confused. Um, so yeah, no, I I was to the point where when it ended, I went. No, like it, like I was hoping there was still X amount of time left. Um, whereas the first one, I was like, okay, <laughs> like I wasn't, I wasn't crazy about it. Um, cool. so yeah, so let's just jump right into it. Anyone want to, uh, we'll save the, the hooded reveal for the very towards the end, but. Anyone want to bring up anything right now? Well, I'll talk about uh, – oh, go ahead, Jim. Go ahead. Nope. Nope. Go ahead. Oh, I'll just, mine's just super quick because there's a great discussion. And, Gio, you mentioned the dialogue, which you're exactly right. Spot on. Sure. Another great another great uh, discussion uh, between Loki and Luke uh, – I'm sorry, Owen Wilson's character. Uh, mm-hmm. What's his name? Mo- Mobius. Just, Mo- Mo- Mobius, Mobius, yeah. Yeah, uh, I keep wanting to say Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, same. <laughs> but uh, man, great discussion. That's basically uh, there's a symbolic discussion. It's, uh, essentially, it's about religion and belief, you know, um, it was, or it was what I took from it. Um, but it was it was a really good back and forth about why. Well, why do you believe this? Okay. Well, why? Okay. Why do you believe this then? Okay. If you believe that, then why do you believe this? So it was, it's Loki asking the questions and uh, Luke. <laughs> Owen Wilson having the uh, uh, the answers for it, and Loki just his his uh, his skepticism. This was it was just interesting. It was an interesting, challenging debate that they were having, and a lot of talk in that discussion about chaos and order, which is very interesting. With the two characters, mm. two actual two beings in the Marvel universe. So I'm, just, I'm wondering if if they'll come up at all. Uh, it in this series or, or going forward in MCU, but there's a lot of talk about chaos and order in this episode. Oh, well, I was just say one person we just saw blossom is the literal definition of chaos. Mm. Yeah, right. So there you go. So. so interesting, interesting. They they 
the dialogue between the two of them is so perfect. Like the way, like it's not even like they're playing characters. Like, I feel like it's these two people are Talking. doing. Yeah. Like these things as it's going on, like yeah, they cool. are so good. Tom Hiddleston has literally perfected. He cannot do anything better than what he is at playing Loki. Like he, I'm not saying different roles, but like he's sitting at the peak of like the, what you could do with the character of Loki. Like he's and it's funny because so, we thought we've seen that already, but he's doing it now. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, he knows how to play that character so well to a T so yeah. spot on like that you believe every single thing that he's saying and oh, he's grown he he's grown into it he, he's like Hugh Jackman with uh Logan like he's the same yeah he's done it for so long and yeah it's it's incredible because like I, he's one of our most original characters he's been around since pretty much the beginning uh what the fourth well, MCU to, movie to that point and Keith's point he's if you think about it overall up to this point he's one of the pillars of the MCU because if oh, you think absolutely. about Iron Man and Captain America of course and Thor just erupted and became that as well and I think if like you can choose another hero if you want but Loki has to be in the discussion for one of the pillars of the MCU I think absolutely Gio, I saw your eyes think. What do you think? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think Loki's or Tom Hilson's always been great as Loki. I think what differentiate what differentiates this one is that they're actually putting characters around him that can test him and match his mm -hmm. uh, wit Challenge and him. knowledge and whatnot. Yeah. So we're seeing the same Loki, but just uh more depth a little bit, you know. That's uh, a great point because Loki thinks he's like better than everybody, right? And so yeah. He thinks he's smarter than everybody. And now I, I didn't think about that, Gio. Like the TVA and Mobius, they're like, they're challenging him. Like, just well, there's a literal, there's a literal scene in this episode when they go back to the um, medieval carnival and he's stalling for time. And Mobius just goes, like, he knows I know it. what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. He just goes, I know what you're doing. Let's go. And, Loki just is like, what, what, how did he figure me out? Like, how did he know that? And we don't, I mean, Loki usually gets away. I mean, towards the end of Ragnarok, uh, Thor figures out his game, just kind of like never to trust him. But, um, not all the characters can do that. And the TVA is so far out of his normal realm of like, ah, I can fool you. Uh, I could do whatever I want. I could do this magic. Um, yeah, there's a, a great point. That's, it's a very was, deep. That well, that's kind of what Keith yeah, was talking about. about. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, Jacob, you want you want to bring up something? You got anything um, that you want to cover? There's a ton of stuff, but well, first of all, the, well, the first scene with Loki and Miss Minutes was hilarious. I love that. Um, just fun comparison to Roger Rabbit. It was just and pretty I can't cool. take credit, like because that 
I can't take credit because I watched Koji Andrew say it this morning. Oh, and I did, okay. that didn't even cross my mind. He was like, that's literally like how Roger Rabbit is filmed in the sense of like that character is there. They're interacting, trying to catch it. Yeah. Like, no, oh, it was, that was definitely cool. But um, to me, I think, and I don't know the, I, the character's name slips my mind, but uh, Gugu and Batha Ross character. Um, I think that, and this is like, kind of getting ahead of it but like i serious i think there's in the mcu okay you guys know they've taken things from the comics and changed them when they bring them to the mcu a, a ton of things like look at the scrolls in captain marvel like they've they've changed things so i think there are no timekeepers there never was i think yeah, that that her yeah that king the conquerors behind the tva that either it did exist and he took it over or he created it from the beginning. And for some reason he has to keep this sacred timeline in order for some reason. And he created this whole thing and he has, and we know that in the comics, that's his romantic interest, if I'm not mistaken. And mm -hmm. she's having her run it for him. That's why when Mobius was talking to her, he's like, I've never met the timekeepers. Like where, where are they? How come I never met them? And, and it seems kind of fishy when they're having that conversation. So I think that's what's going on basically let's dive into that because i literally have in my notes hmm. something feels off about the timekeepers exactly yeah that's i and i did that came across my mind the fact that he keeps calling them lizard people even though like they don't really look like lizard people um and uh yeah i I 100% agree with you that there is something off with the time. For sure. And it might not story. be Kang, but I do think there's, there's going to be a reveal that like, Oh, either the TVA is corrupted and they're not really like doing this for the overall good of the universe and the timeline or it, or it is Kang. Maybe who knows? I mean, it makes sense to me with that character kind of, she's the highest up we've seen in the TVA so far. So yeah. to me, it makes sense for her to be influenced by Kang somehow. And it seems like she is the only person that talks to them. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it, it would make sense to me. Geo Keith, are you on the train with us? I mean, yeah, there's always been something off about the TVA. You know, they, yeah. they push things. They push out information that, yeah, it makes sense. But it's like... There's just something behind the way the information is presented that's like they're hiding something. They're only telling you three quarters of the pie. What's that other missing piece? And so I, th I think you guys are on to something there. Uh, exactly what? I mean, it could be could be what Jacob said, you know, about Kane the Conqueror and there not being any uh, timekeepers. Or maybe... Maybe somebody's controlling the timekeepers. I'm not sure. So okay, it's Ravana Renslayer, and I'm never gonna forget yeah. it again. <laughs> That's her character's name. Um, I get very much, and I don't know if anyone else feels this way. I get very much Wizard of Oz vibes. Oz behind the curtain, mm. like no I know one what ever. You mean, yeah. No one ever speaks to the timekeepers other than me. And 
I, uh, if anything needs to be said, I'll, I'll tell you like, Mm -hmm. and then, Oh, look that person. And I'm not saying she is the timekeeper, but it seems very much like that. There's some, you reveal the screen and it's just some dude, like, you know, like that's the vibe I'm getting so far is like a wizard of Oz where it's like, I am this great and powerful wizard and ah, da, 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 da. and then it's and, just some and dude. they're building it up because what does Loki want more than anything to have a face to face with the, the timekeepers, yes. right? So yes. they're building it up, even though he ditched out on that. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Keith, are you on board with something's up or no? Oh, definitely. I thought that's from the beginning. Like there's just something odd about the fact that Loki, this being who again comes from Asgard. His father is, adopted father, is uh, all Father Odin, and he's never heard of this or any of these people. Uh, It definitely felt like something was was off about it, you know, Um, because they know all the secrets, uh, not everything, obviously, but they know so many secrets of the universe that they've learned from, uh, whether it's the the Infinity Stones or or all that stuff going on. So, yeah, I've always thought that. Something, something odd about this, and we've never. Obviously, it's you know, what, however many years ago um, was Guardians of the Galaxy, but you know the whole story about the Celestials and all that stuff. I mean, we've never like, what are these timekeepers, whatever they are? Like, there's, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it, it's all. It always seemed odd. So yeah, I, I would agree. I would definitely okay. agree. Good. I'm glad we're all on board. Uh, all right, Geo, you got anything? Yeah, a couple things. Um, yeah. First thing's a bit of a negative, okay? Like, these TVA agents are damn near embar- embarrassing, okay? <laughs> For as powerful as the TVA is, every time they go in to attempt to, you know, capture uh, this mysterious, you know, person, they're just easily taken out, easily handled, and it's just... The worst part of the first ep- uh, of the of this episode is is the first part, of the beginning, where they're just you know easily defeated and you know granted you know this we're learning more about this uh, this uh, person lady, lady Loki Sylvie whatever you want to call her, um, but it's just like man you guys suck, like seriously for an establishment such as the TVA. You, you agents need more training. You guys make the Jatari look like, or not even the the Jatari, the Ultron bots well, yeah. look formidable. And it's just like, without their gadgets, they're nothing. Like, man. They're stormtroopers. Like, they're, they, <laughs> they're not a good shot to beat up. That's all. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. They they suck. Okay? The, the <laughs> outfits look cool, sure. But, man, like, uh, like if it's not Loki or what's Gugu and Bata's character name again? Ravana Renslayer. Yeah. If it's not, <laughs> I was going like, to confronting her every time TVA agents are there. I'm like, okay, how are you guys going to get screwed now? How are you guys going to get, you know, influenced or mind controlled or something? It's just like, ugh. but other than that, Keith, um, I'm going to forever think of the Stormtroopers now. Because they really are. 
they are. That's, yeah. that's, what they're, yeah, they're, that's, that's a good fun. analogy. Um, I do like that they've how they figured out that the, that she hides in these apocalypse. I thought that was a cool mm-hmm. way to tie in, you know, bringing yeah. Pompeii into this show and showing it to us. And, um, you know, we see 2050 Alabama, you know, and a natural disaster happening. Um, I thought that was pretty, pretty clever. Uh, I think it's genius. The fact like that she's hiding before a destruction that is planned so she can do whatever she wants. Like when I heard that, I went, oh, damn, that's pretty smart. Yeah. And like to me, there's like most time travel stuff doesn't make sense but to me that makes sense because right everything in that area would there's literally nothing left anymore right except maybe some cockroaches right so how would anything affect anything so it it makes sense to me and loki figured that out which was pretty cool well i love i love seeing him uh, oh sorry no go 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 i was gonna say i love seeing him he's still because I still were reminding ourselves, uh, and they're reminding us that this is 2012 Loki. So he's reading about Ragnarok, and he's, uh, I love the, that performance as well. That's one of those great performances where, you know, uh, performance like face, you know, facial, facial performance where he's reading what's, what happens to Asgard and all the people, and he's looked, he's devastated, but that's how he figures out what's, what's going on with this variant. Uh, but that was a great performance by him. But I, I love seeing him. St- still getting the reveal of what is supposed to his future is supposed to be um you know what's weird about that keith is that he sees all the good that he did too that he probably never thought that he was capable of right which Mm -hmm. is what does that do to him does that make him go the opposite way of that or more towards it i'm that's that's crazy to think about yeah yeah um I I loved that whole entire idea of hiding before chaos. It's it, mm-hmm. it's a genius thing and it's funny because at first when he's explaining it, I was like, "What? I have n- I do not get what he's talking about." And then they go to Pompeii mm-hmm. and show you it and you're like, "Oh, that's pretty clever." Like, and I, I, I liked that because there are a lot of times where he is and all the characters are saying stuff that you're going, at least me, I'm going, what the hell are they talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Where I'm just like, I have no idea, no clue. I don't get what they're talking about. And then he did it again, but this time they actually showed you it and it was like, Oh, mm. oh, that's pretty smart. Like it, I, I enjoyed the visual of what they're saying because this show is very complex. It's not an easy like here, ten year old, watch Loki do bad things. Like it's not your your easy digest. Like there's deeper stuff in this then I would say most of the MCU's stuff before. 
And that's the benefit of having direct-to-consumer content, to put it in Kevin Feige's own words, is that you're able to have these stories where you can flush out the characters and, you know, the subplots and whatnot, and then just make it like one big epic journey. And, hey, this comic book movies, okay? You want to talk about, like, uh, continuing to push the boundaries and you know not produce the same things it's here to stay in streaming like we'll get our big epic event films and marvel will obviously you know do the sequels to the big hits on the big screen but comic book movies in whether it's disney plus or comic book properties disney plus amazon hbo max it's here to stay on streaming and so Agreed. It's so exciting, it really is. Like, this is what we've been asking for, especially those who are more critical of the MCU. You know, where you only have so much of a runtime to tell a story, and you want to see more. Well, this is satisfying everybody's appetite. You know, for yeah. more content. So, yeah. And Chuck couldn't agree more that the stories not only are building great characters, but addressing bigger ideas and it's it, it's allowing you to deep dive into these characters we are literally deep diving into loki's psyche when we watch these episodes and he is arguably one of the most complex characters psyche wise i mean we he's this child that was found and taken by the most powerful, one of the most powerful beings and the trauma that comes from being the second child. Like it's just, it's very well done. And I actually didn't notice this and it kind of makes sense. But at the end, uh, Tom Hiddleston is the first executive producer of the show. And so I guarantee who knows the character better than this guy, honestly, at this point. So, and it's, it's showing, but um, we're almost half hour in. Let's just just, ju- jump into the two biggest things i would say um the time split if you will and the reveal of lady loki uh which which do we want to go to first i mean they're both kind of in the same thing because she yeah they they like happen at the same time basically let's just call it the the multiverse has started yes there's no way these tva agents are going to be able to stop what lady loki did was so precise it was coordinated and it was a thing of beauty to see executed and man there's it's all a part of breaking up the sacred timeline like going back hundreds, thousands of years. I wrote down every location. So did I. <laughs> My whole big. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy, yeah. dude. There's so many planets yeah. that we know about. And like, just imagine like the portal opening and that reset charge dropping in. Boom. So you regarding know. those, were they saying that those literally like just kill everything in that timeline? No, the like, timeline has now split. So something else happened that is different from what yeah, was supposed to happen. Well, I'm just saying what they were saying. Remember when the agent was like, so what is this? And then Loki explains it. That device 
he was basically saying he's like that's a nice way of saying it just disintegrates everything around it so did that the way they cut off the timeline did they just literally kill everything in it or like i i don't know how it works but or or does it like somehow like beyond our understanding it just eliminates the timeline you know i'm just curious like does it physically kill everybody or does it like i said just eliminate the timeline they don't have to explain it exactly how i would say it's kind of just some like a nexus event has happened because of what just happened i don't think it's killing everything just because looking at the names that are given and i'll, yeah, I'll it go created over. nexus level events like on all those yes. basically yeah. so um so here I'm, i i i want to jump into it and ironically none of them and i'm sure there's a reason none of them happen near our timeline for the most part um we have uh and i'll just say them fast lisbon portugal 1492 uh vormir which we know soulstone soul stone uh, 203001 so that's way, yeah. way in the future um, Thornton in Cookville, USA, um, Asgard, 24, 20, 2004. 2004. They could not get yeah. that out. Uh, Rome, 1390, Sakar, which was where Ragnarok mm-hmm. took place, um, 1984. Uh, Barachara, Colombia? I don't know. If oh, I that. just wrote down the, uh, the, the planet names of what we... Well, I wrote them all down. Uh, Porvo, Finland, uh, Ego. Man, a lot of Earth locations, by the way. Out of all the places, a lot of Earth locations. Um, So Ego, which is in 1382. So that's past. Titan, Thanos' homeworld, 1982. New York, 1947. Tokyo, 1984. Hala, which is the Cree homeworld, if you didn't know. Um, 51. So 0051. I mean, that's pretty early. Uh, wow. Kingsport, USA. Xandar, which is where the Nova Corps is. Uh, and that was in 1001. Um, Beijing, 2065. Madrid, 1903. And the, there was one that showed up but it didn't have a location it was april 4th 1887 and jake and i before the show were looking up and jake found out that there was a disaster uh the yellow river in china flooded and killed two million people so wow i mean if if that's i mean if it's causing these disasters that could be interesting because all of it is so spread out throughout time. I mean, our furthest date back is Hala in fifty. I love just saying that in Hala uh, in fifty one, and then as far in the future as Vormir in two thousand twenty three oh one. So this stuff is happening all over the dang. So she's choosing specific places, specific times. And I have to imagine if Chuck is right about 
you know, only this sec, only a section being affected. She's choosing the section as well. Remember, she has the ability yeah. to go into each, you know, portal door. Yeah. And so we don't know. I mean, uh, all we can do, no matter how much we study these dates, is, you know, speculate uh, as we go into the next episode. But it's going to be very interesting to see all these places. Like, are we going to see Loki go to all these places or, you know, or the TVA, uh, Mobius? Mobius, I think. Mobius. Yes, you said yeah. it right. Whatever. Yeah, I'm tired. That's a good thing. But you know um, what's uh, funny? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, Finish. it's just are are we gonna see them go to these places? You know, you talk about Sakar, 1984. I think you had or you, uh-huh. you read. You know, do we see Beta Ray Bill as a former champion of that time? That's a good point. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, I like that. That's a good one. I mean, that's interesting. A, we could see these places. I mean, some of them at least. And it makes me think like, is he going to be with her like for the next couple episodes or for like most of the rest of the. I mean, there's only six episodes as far as we know. Or, are there? Uh, that's what we're saying. Or, but, and uh, oh, is he going to like, I just imagined just the way the series was set up for these first two episodes like, oh, he's with. He's with Mobius the whole time and with the TVA the whole time, but it looks like he's following her around. And actually, now that I think of this in the sense of six episodes, like I think we're going to obviously get to stuff a lot faster than we think. And this time, all these timelines being created due to what, because of what she did is huge to Chuck's point to Brian's point. They aren't just like treating these like little television shows on the side. These are as important as the films. Because this is, yeah. in, this is incredibly important, and I don't think they're going to do this unless they solve the problem and close off all the timelines by the end of this series, which I don't think is going to happen. This is arguably le- the start of like Multiverse of Madness and and all the Wanda stuff going on. Because technically, they took Loki in 2012, so anything that's happening now, I mean, is going like. You know, Wanda was starting to like, we assume that Wanda was like hearing her kids in another multiverse, another universe or something like that. Another timeline maybe at the end of WandaVision. So like this stuff could affect shows that we've already seen. Like this all could have happened before WandaVision is what I'm saying basically. So, and with the time stuff, it's tricky, but this is like, and you, you talked about this, Brian, is like how they kind of are, this is like the next fate. I mean, not literally, the next phase but like you said they're starting from zero like from this series and th- this is kind of the next big event is this multiverse stuff and loki as a series is playing a huge part in it yeah and i truly feel like this show is the zero over again including falcon and winter soldier and scarlet witch like this is the real zero show for the Marvel reset, if you will, while keeping the same characters, this is their reset point for everything going forward. At least that's what it feels like to me. Keith, you were going to say something. Yeah, to say well, for uh, two things. Uh, first, uh, it did. It was a little ambiguous to me at the end, uh, Jacob. You're, you're like referring to what like what's he going to be doing in the next couple episodes because. We don't necessarily know if he's going after her or if he's joining her. Um, 
you know, as tired as you, you know what I mean? Like he, it, it was. Well, it was you're crazy. right. He could be going to stop her, but right. I think it's more of like, am I going to stay with the TVA and be basically imprisoned by them? Or am I going to go see what she's up to? Well, that's well, what basically what it is to me. Either way, you, we know that he has his own agenda. You know, Absolutely, he's, yeah. Yeah, so whether he's joining her or whether he's going to just try to stop her or take whatever she's doing for himself or whatever, he's definitely got his own plan. But it definitely, I do love the ambiguity of, you know, we don't really know. But uh, but also, too, that when you mentioned, uh, you know, like when, like all the other stuff that we've seen already post-Avengers, um, there's a lot of stuff that happened that Loki did affect that he's not around mm -hmm. for, you know. Like Odin, he he went back to Asgard in Thor two, and banished Odin to Earth. So with him being here at the TVA, that hasn't happened. So with that being said, Ragnarok won't happen because the only reason Ragnarok happened is because Odin was gone. You know, so that's good. That you're right. That's going to have major effect on everything going forward. And if that's the case, maybe Thanos doesn't get the Tesseract if Odin's still alive. You know. Um, and for that matter, I mean, Hela could probably could have stopped him. She wouldn't have been around anyway because Odin was alive. She wouldn't have been yeah, released. Bring back Hela. It may be, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, I was thinking about that earlier. I, kinda, I think that, I think I think Hela could probably have taken Thanos. To be honest, uh, extremely powerful. Well, but, uh, yeah. Not if he has the Infinity Gauntlet fully formed. I don't. Oh, think. Well, okay. but, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, but that yeah. who can beat him? You know, in that yeah, sense. Yeah. Uh, but no, but yeah, that's the interesting effect on yeah, just thinking about what what's actually gonna it is this gonna affect everything that we've seen up to this point because everything it could be all completely changed, you know, almost sort of like with Days of Future Past was supposed to have reset that <laughs> that whole thing. You know how I don't want to compare it to that because that's all a mess that whole Fox X Men timeline. But it seems like it's sort of what that was supposed to have done was kind of reset everything. Okay, this is what. The timeline is going forward, but everything's like I said, they call it madness and chaos. So, um, I don't know how that's gonna get fixed, man. It's crazy to think about what's what's gonna happen going forward. It could affect the Spider Man coming out later this year. I wonder if that's how, uh, that's I how think all it that all does because they're sure. even though they had to re like structure the order of the way the shows came out you know kevin feige is like okay does this make sense to come out here how does this right. affect this we need loki to come out before spider-man like right. he, he restructured it to where it's gonna make sense for his plan still so mm -hmm. i i think you're right um i truly think that this is the opportunity to see characters of old not not Captain America, not Iron Man. Yes. I think I think I, so. Oh, well, yeah, I'm sure we could, but I have a feeling we are going to start seeing more one-off villains come back. Mm. Um Oh, you, do like, you mean in the MCU in general or on yes. Loki? No, it not in in general. Okay. Uh, okay. Like abomination because, <laughs> like what Geo's. Yeah, well, abomination just went to went to jail or True. whatever yeah he, oh you're talking about characters that died and stuff yeah jeff, characters jeff, like, uh, jeff bridges or uh what's his name uh stain hope die stain or sure oh, killmonger or no not killmonger warmonger uh, iron warmonger, warmonger. Is that one. ironmonger 
Yeah. Um, oh, Ironmonger. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe Ego. Uh, something, I mean. Yeah. Well, obviously something happened with Ego right in that yeah, situation. I mean, yeah, he's his own damn planet. So, um, and I'm sure this will have, they didn't just throw Hala's name out there. Like, I'm. this will have some Cree effect too, in my opinion. Um, what? Could see Marvel. So? Could see, uh, could see, uh, uh, Oh my gosh, what's her name? Annette Benning. It's Marvel. Yeah. Um, so I I think that this is going to be something that is going to stick around for a while. I'm talking like past stage six, phase six. Like you could randomly see someone show up like Oh, this is I'm so and so from the multiverse, blah 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 blah, whatever. So, um, but okay, the big shebang at the end, the reveal of Lady Loki. Hint, hint, quote, quotes. Well, <laughs> a lady open the floor. Everyone yeah. went straight. He he mentioned the word enchantment. Like he said, it's an impressive uh, trick or whatever he said. Something about that. So obviously everybody, and she kind of has the enchantress. Uh, I don't have my Marvel book, but uh, the, the headpiece that she kind of wears. So, and she's blonde. It's a, he seemed like he maybe recognized her. There uh, are so many clues that that's not her, or that's sure. not him. There are so many. Just the ones I wrote down was him saying, "I wouldn't hurt me," or "I wouldn't do this to me," whatever. When he's getting thrown around, yeah. Um. Uh. When she says, don't call me Loki. Okay, but why does she so offended by being called Loki, though, if she's not Lo another version of Loki? So in the comics, there is an enchantress who has the same name as there was in the credits in the Spanish version. And it's a version of enchantress that Loki created. Hmm. So... Okay. And he went off on that little tangent that I need to rewatch because it was so long and he talked so damn fast in the um, in the rocks on, which is another hello, bad guy corporation, um, where he's he was telling the difference between him just like projecting himself mm -hmm, and then right. him actually like being a thing. Actually being and, there. Yeah. Yeah. I love and that so, part, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, to me, those were the three biggest signs like, hey, this isn't who she says she is, is like her saying, don't call me Loki, him giving that whole entire spiel. And then uh, I wouldn't hurt me. And so and yeah, I don't I don't for a second buy that. I kind that's... of agree with this, though, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, of course. But um, I personally before I even heard, saw that, when she took off her hood, I immediately in my house went, oh, Enchantress. Like, I yeah, instinctively. I mean, I'm, and then I I'm was going like, back oh, wait. And forth, but in that trailer shot where we all, well, well, some people thought it was Black Widow, right? In the trailer, isn't her hair red? That red hair in that shot? No, so I'm saying wrong. that. Is it? I'm pretty sure. I think it's the no, tint I think of the reason why we thought it was. Her is because it was red hair, but 
anyways, like, I mean, that could not even be this character in that in that shot, honestly. Maybe there's a Lady Loki and an Enchantress, but may, and Chuck mentioned this earlier. Like we talked about how they change things from the comics. They, it can be a combination of the two. Yeah. Like they've done that before. They've yeah. put two characters into one before and just adapted it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. I personally, before I even, I've been waiting for Enchantress for years. She's one of the best characters in Thor's repertoire. So like, if they want to like use it for this, like, I'm fine with that. Make it a Loki oh, it makes because, sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And her powers are almost identical to how she uses them in the comics. Like, does her little magic, taps. She has the whole mind control thing where she makes people do what they want or she wants. Yeah. Like, it just, everything is pointing. And they don't like each other. That to, Yes. And it's just, everything is literally pointing like in that direction it just for me at least as someone that like knows the enchantress lore like that's honestly the number one thor villain i wanted to see from the get-go and it, so it's i i'm fine with them making it its own thing because oh, she's course. not going to be like she was not i don't think she was ever going to be like to the level of Hella or whatever. Uh, but this could work like actually really well. So I'm excited. And if she's not, if she is just a superior Loki, all right, that's fine. I'm fine with that too. I'm cool but with I either think, one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with it. There's just something very fishy about it. Something suspicious. Like in Thor... He always has black hair. Even when they were sh showing the different variants on that little machine, he was scrolling, scrolling, yeah. scrolling. Black hair, black hair, black what hair. What was that big beast monster the Hulk one? one. That, the big Hulk. Hulk yeah. yeah. That, was it Hulk. actually like a Hulk? No, or it's just not a Hulk. A big monster like type Loki. Loki. Loki monster. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And to me, it's confusing because they set it up to where like there could be a female version of Loki because there's all different types, right? So it's interesting. They want us to like not know yet, obviously. Yeah. Um, Has anyone seen the movie know, Fallen? With uh, no, Denzel Washington. Mm -mm. Uh, I haven't. Well, he plays a uh, jail. You ever seen Fallen? You ever seen it? What's it called? Where he, he, he play, it's called Fallen. He plays a detective. Chuck, you've probably seen it. He plays a detective tracking a serial killer that they think they get in the very beginning, but then someone, uh, they catch him and he's executed. But then saw, uh, uh, some of the same murders and the same pattern stuff start happening again later. And it turns out that the serial killer is actually a demon who is transferred by person to person by touch. Ah. Uh, yeah. And so I got those same vibes. Uh, watching this so i was like oh this is just like that movie fallen where like <laughs> there's, a, there's a scene where the person's like uh, denzel's trying to track the person that, he's, that he thinks it is and then it's out in the middle of the streets of like new york or wherever and then he touches someone and then all of a sudden somebody that walked by a few minutes ago there you go yes okay cool wow so, yes 
Oh wow. Okay. Hey. <laughs> yes, cute. it's exactly like that. He's so young in that. <laughs> you guys. Oh my gosh. I challenge you all to watch this movie. It's very good. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, John uh, John uh, Goodman's in it as well. It's really good. But yeah, there's a bunch of people walking by, and like the person will touch somebody that walked by, and also they'll turn around and start talking to them, and then they'll touch somebody else that walk by the other direction, and they'll start talking to them. It's a really creepy scene. It's a good movie, really good movie. But yeah, it reminded me exactly of that when watching this episode. I, I just remembered that Jake put all these like awesome images in there, and I forgot that I actually have to be the one that clicks them. <laughs> so here's a picture of Lady Loki. And what she looks like, mm-hmm. if you ever wonder. Is anybody familiar with this actress? I'm not. So I'm just yeah, me either. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. So, and then uh, here's, of course, our timeline split that we saw. Uh, um, and then <laughs> the lady. There's some little green powers. We haven't seen green magic really outside of the time stone. So mm. I, I'm curious if that's something different you uh, think it like I, all ties in with like how we're talking about all the wandavision magic and stuff all and magic like, is time is going to be tied comes from time. that because yeah because we know loki learned from his mom and mother from witches so yeah yeah um yeah also uh i don't know who this woman is i love this character the character that he's standing behind uh, next to hunter b15 she yeah. I love that she never trusts him, always is like ready to just disintegrate him at any point. And yeah, pretty much. Even um, though like she got the upper hand on him in the first episode, but she's been she he got the upper hand on her later on in the first episode, and then she got screwed over in this episode too. So yeah. I feel bad for her. <laughs> we, I know, right? we, she probably uh, has no idea what happened. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah. I mean yeah, I mean that's a that's a big thing because no one saw him have that conversation. Right. They all they did was see wake up and see him leave with the oh, bad guy. You know what? I didn't think about that. They never saw her. No. Right. So, so, so as far all as they, they know, was, he he could be behind all this consider but right. Like according to them, all they, I mean, all they saw was an open doorway and him walk through it. That's it. So they're going to be furious in the next episode at Mobius. Probably you trusted him and yep. he joined the blah, 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 blah. So well, at the beginning of the episode, they're talking and he, and Loki says, aren't you worried that I'm going to run away or something? He's like, no, cause you know, we can catch you anytime. Yeah, so yeah. are they not going to be able to catch him then? Or they does this all this timeline stuff be like all right who cares about Loki right now like we got to deal with this so I'm yeah. curious about so, that so I I'm very curious to see how this plays out also did you notice that this all happened on uh, six sixteen <laughs> today's date yeah yep today's date Jacob are That's, you figuring that together wait, what do you mean about that. In Marvel, the main the time, home, the main oh uh, yeah six one six yeah yeah yes and today's date is six one six and it is today's <laughs> the first day that the multiverse has exploded. Wow! Hey, I I'm telling you that's why they moved it to Wednesdays. Probably. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just realized that because if it was on Fridays, I it bet it is. Able to do that. Yeah, I bet you there's yeah. something to that. 
It's just funny. It's a funny little like wow. thing to think of that the <laughs> the multiverse exploded on six one six and of whatever. Course. But yeah. That's so uh, yeah. Any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Uh, I enjoy. Like I said, I enjoyed this episode a lot compared to the first one. I was not, and I told the guys after the show, I was not fully on board uh, last week. I obviously was going to watch every episode, thought it was interesting, but I was very confused. This one put me on the rails and I'm chugging along. Uh, but any anyone else want have anything or want to bring up of importance? Or are we... Um, so are we just uh, settling on, like, we're not sure about the character at the end yet? Like, I'm 80% Enchantress, incarnate of some type of Loki something. A version. Yeah. Like, it's a merge of the two. Well, yeah. That's mine. Yeah, it's all speculation at this point until yeah. she reveals right. in the next episode who she is, so... To answer your question, no, the episode didn't tell us who she was. It showed us who she is, but that's about it. Um, I saw her face. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, uh, also, you know what I keep forgetting? That every time I remember, I get super excited. Richard E. Grant's in this at some point. Oh, wow. So interesting. He's just, I love him. So that, uh, for me, I'm excited. I think he's fantastic. But, and by um, the way, Starju, no, there will, I I don't think they'll ever go to Star Wars or my Marvel, just only Disney Plus series. No, I think there will always be theatrical films, in my opinion. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it could go to a point where maybe 90, 10 movies shows to like 60, 40, or even 50, 50. I, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't doubt, oh. but never like eliminate films i don't think they will i hope not i got That's a, a whole lot of money name diff- stock <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah but i just uh, want to address that question that Sarju asked because that's I my opinion no. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well uh does anyone have anything else are we good to wrap this one up we're good great episode what uh, well super quick um yeah loki said or well the other the other character said Oh, you're undercover to Loki, and he. I, I thought for a few seconds there, like it made it seem like he or Loki. You know, he always wants everyone to think he's. Well, he said, "I'm ten steps ahead." He made it seem like he's planning all of this from the beginning. Like he wanted to. He maybe he was. Uh, I died. I, I I know, Geo, but maybe I don't know. I think there's a small chance that he. Wanted I don't to get think so. There's no way. Like, do you mean since he's been in the TVA, or do you think you're saying prior, like during Avengers, Loki, he knew all this was going to happen? Well, obviously that would be obviously retconning, but yeah, maybe I think there's a small chance of that. Small chance. Maybe he was like, if if things go bad, I take the Tesseract and get out of here and do this. I don't, maybe, but no, he, he seemed TVA genuinely shocked that the TVA exists and the Infinity Stones and all that. So sure. I don't I don't know, I, yeah. but he could have developed a new plan while he's there for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I would say that's more likely that he would he developed, <laughs> and it seems like we've seen him develop plans and say he has 
develop plans. I, I, I do it on the fly. I hope that's the case because I don't like the whole Palpatine. Like everything, this was all my. No, brain. I don't I, think I, so. I, yeah, I don't. And I, don't I do that, think so, yeah. that like he wants to get face to face with timekeepers, either to like just talk them into something, or he thinks he can like or overpower them somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He tries to kill Thanos. <laughs> yeah. His right. number one goal is to get to the timekeepers at this yeah. point in time, in my, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Or King. Or King. But uh, yeah, yeah. Something's, yeah, something is so fishy with those timekeepers. I'm very curious to see how that plays out. But uh, that is going to do it for us on this Marvel Rewind. Uh, check back with us next week when we get into episode three, which... I'm very excited about, um, especially now that the evil Loki or whatever you want to call her are together. So, uh, yeah, come back and check us out next week, 730 Pacific Standard Time, as always. Also, on Friday, if uh, you want to watch a little uh, Star Wars, we'll be doing our breakdown of the next episode of The Bad Batch. So uh, come check us out. That'll take place at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for Apocalypse Movies. I'm Brian. That is Keith. That is Gio. And that is Jacob. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.